We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now let's go to Isaiah. There's a passage of Scripture here. Isaiah, the 55th chapter, that uh, has sort of become a sacred cow scripture. It's one of those scriptures that hold people in bondage, wasn't designed to, but because of religious tradition, because of preconceived ideas, people have allowed it to hold them in bondage. I've heard it quoted this way. You've heard it quoted this way. In fact, it is in the Bible. Let's read the scripture first. Verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, Neither are my ways your ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Now, see, that is in the Bible. You hear people quote that all the time. Well, the Bible says that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. God's ways are higher than our ways. But now, that's what you call a false truth. Now, what I mean by false truth is that it is in the Bible. The Bible does say that, but they're taking it out of context. Now, let's back up one verse of Scripture. Well, let's back up two verses of Scripture, and let's get the context of this, and you'll have good news instead of bad news. See, that sounds like bad news. If God's ways are higher than our ways, and we can't attain to God's ways, well, that's bad news to me, because God's ways work. But now let's back up and get it in context. Verse 6. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his ways and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him to our God for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Now when God says my thoughts are not your thoughts, he's talking about the wicked man's thoughts. He's not talking about you as a born-again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, Bible-toting believer. He's talking about wicked people that refuse to repent. Now, you need to get a hold of that. Because, you see, that's the way the devil takes Scripture that was sent to you to set you free and actually turns it into bondage. It becomes a sacred cow to some people. You've heard that quoted, and probably you've quoted that Scripture yourself. I have. And it hadn't been very many months ago that I've quoted that scripture that way until I finally saw it. I mean, a personal friend of mine mentioned that one day. He said, did you notice that that scripture there was talking about the wicked? No, I never had noticed it really. See, I hadn't took the time to really dig into it. See, that's why it takes time and meditation to understand the scriptures. Certainly, you can find all kinds of scriptures in the Bible that says almost anything if you take it out of context. But when you hear somebody quote this scripture from now on saying that God's ways are not our ways, you say, hold it, wait a minute. That's talking about wicked people. I'm not a wicked person, and God's ways are my ways. I can learn God's ways, and I can operate in God's ways. Now notice he goes on and says in verse 10, For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and maketh it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. 
Now, see, here he says the exact opposite of what most people have said that he said. Do you understand what I'm saying? He's saying this word that I've sent is like rain that comes down from heaven and it causes the earth to bud and causes it to bring forth fruit and furnishes seed for the sower so that you can operate in my way. He said, I sent you the seed of my word, put it in your mouth and sow it. And he said, my way is a work for you and you can operate in my ways. Now that's what he's saying. But you see how religious traditional ideas and man's ideas will just make void or nullify the Word of God if we believe it the way somebody said it instead of the way the Word of God said it. The Apostle Paul said in Ephesians 5.1, Be ye imitators of God as dear children. Imitate God. Well, if we're going to imitate God, we're going to have to operate in His ways. So we can operate in God's ways. His ways are higher than the wicked. Thank God they're higher than the wicked's ways. So you see, this is good news. This is the gospel and is good news for us. Now, Romans eight twenty eight. You've heard it quoted from everything, from car wrecks to somebody committing suicide. They'll say, it goes kind of like this. Well, you know what the Bible says. All things work together for good. Well, the Bible didn't say that. I mean, there's people that said the Bible said that. But you see, the Bible really didn't say that because it didn't say it in the context that they're using it. Now, it's true the Apostle Paul said those words. But let's get the whole context of it. And when you do, then you get insight into it. Let's back up to verse 26. Well, we ought to read verse 25. But if we hope for that which we see not, then do we have patience to wait for it. Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit itself, or Himself, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Which literally means, the Greek says, in articulate speech or in the language which you have learned. So what he's saying here is that the Holy Spirit will rise up within you when you don't know what to pray, don't know how to pray over a situation. He said he'll pray with groanings and with words which you could not utter in your language that you know. And he that searcheth the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Now, you've heard all kinds of teaching about that. But most of the time, it's out of context completely. Now, you can see from this what the Apostle Paul is saying. He's saying that when you pray in the Spirit, when you allow the Holy Spirit to pray through your spirit in tongues, in a language that you don't know, then you're praying according to God. Now, come back up there to verse 27. Let me point this out to you. This will help you. You notice when he says, And he that searcheth the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to. Now, notice when you get to according to, the words the will of is in italics. Now, that simply means, in the King James is in italics, that simply means that this was not in the original translation. It was added by the translator. 
It was added so it would kind of fill in the sentence and kind of make it flow. But now let's take that out and just see what happens to this verse of Scripture. When you pull out what the translators added. Now, now don't get mad at them. They're just trying to make it flow and, and sound good. But listen to what it says. Because he maketh intercession for the saints according to God. Now, see, that's stronger, isn't it? Instead of according to the will of God, it says according to God. Now, what's he saying? He's saying when you don't know how to pray, you don't know what to pray about a situation. He said the Holy Spirit through your spirit will begin to make intercession or actually it's Jesus the intercessor praying through you, through your voice in other tongues and praying the way God would pray if he were praying for you. Now that's strong. I mean, that's as strong as you can get it. If God prayed for you, how would he pray? Now, see, we mentioned this in one of the other sessions. In Ephesians, the sixth chapter, the apostle Paul says, taking the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, or taking the word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit. God's word is the sword of the human spirit when it's in your mouth. Now, he said, taking the word of God, which is the sword of the Spirit, praying always, praying always with all prayer. In other words, you pray the Word of God when you pray in the Spirit. That's the way God would pray if He prayed for you. Now, if God prayed for you, He wouldn't pray anything except what He said in His Word. It's like an individual said one time that he was going to fast and pray and ask God about a certain thing. And this other minister said, well, uh, you know, God's Word said this about it. Well, he knew that, but he said he's just going to see what God said. Well, he fasted and prayed and, you know, fasted for a week. And, and finally, uh, the minister saw him and said, well, what did he say? He said, well, you know what he said. Didn't say anything other than what he said in his word. Said the same thing he said in his word. Well, if God's going to pray for you, then he's going to pray the word over you. So whatever he said in his words, what God's going to pray. You don't go to God with the problem every time. Go to God with the answer to the problem. Pray the word of God. Remind God of what they said. You see, we read right here in Isaiah and some other scriptures that bring it out. He said, it'll accomplish that whereunto I sent it. Then God said in another place, remind me, call me to remembrance of what I said. Now, that doesn't mean that God's forgetful. That's not what he's talking about. He's not talking about, you're going to have to remind me because I forgot what I said. He's wanting you to speak it so you'll hear it. And he's wanting you to pray the word of God. Pray the word of God always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. Well, now that's the way God would pray for you. If he's going to pray for you, he'd just simply pray the word of God. That's all he'd pray. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today as we've been talking about rightly dividing the word of God. All this week we have a CD offer. It's CD offer number 7203, Kicking Over Sacred Cows. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Kicking over sacred cows. <laughs> now, you may think, well, what in the world are you talking about, kicking over sacred cows? Well, you know, over in India, some of the religions over there will not allow people to eat the cow because it could be their grandmother come back as a cow in the afterlife, you know, or whatever. 
Now, we don't believe that way here, but there are people that certain scriptures in the Bible hold them in bondage because of what they believe about it. For instance, we talk about on here the chastening of the Lord. Do you realize there are many people today that believe that God chastens us with sickness and disease and with problems in life and that the problems and the troubles and the things that we go through in this life is what's perfecting our faith. And it's God's will for us to go through all these things. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. The scripture says Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. No, God has not hired the devil to perfect your faith. He has not hired the enemy of your soul to perfect the church. But if you act on the Word of God in one of these situations, you will come out stronger. But it's not because God is using that to make your faith stronger. It's because you acted on the Word. You act on the Word of God in any situation in faith, and it will cause you to be stronger. The trials, the troubles, and the problems come in life because Satan wants to put you six foot under. That's offer number 7203, Kicking Over Sacred Cows. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area. Word is working more than